Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about, because we talked about what you want to talk about. You be here, but you're not fucking here. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you're an OG, an old school listener, or if you're summoning yourself to think that I'm talking shit about you, welcome back, bitch. We are at the 100th episode of this podcast, which if you were to tell me when I started this shit, like in 2016 although I took a two-year break that I'd be at 100 episodes I would not believe you it's the fact that like for anybody who's like been listening since day one don't understand like the transition of having a co-host and then also graduating from college and then also like moving out to LA doing the whole like internships with like record labels and shit like that then moving back to New York which the funny thing is this is how you know people don't really catch up with you or they just like when they talk to you all the time they just think shit is not going on or they just don't necessarily follow certain things going on in your life i had like an old friend from high school she listens to this she was shocked that i was still um it's like i moved back to new york and she's like wait are you in boston i'm like bitch i left boston since like fucking 2017 do you not pay attention shout out to you sis i love you but still ma'am mm-mm but i just want to say if you've been listening recently or if you've been listening for quite a while Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. I really, truly do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, well, now let's get on to this episode because you know what? We got a lot of shit we got to talk about. And like I usually say, so many topics, so much little time. Okay, life update. Honestly, you guys, you know, same same fucking thing. I usually record this shit right before, like the day before I have work. So you already know, I'm already annoyed damn I gotta log on to my fucking computer at 9 a.m and deal with people I actually got a head start in some of my work assignments because one of my clients at work is doing like a big major like launch with like a very popular brand so I'm like bitch let me get this fucking work done right now and y'all getting billed I don't give a fuck y'all should not be putting all this shit on my workload um other than that one thing is we're about to hit yearly reviews at my company and tell me how I was approached by somebody's manager. And when I mean somebody's manager means one of the people who love to give me hard times. So I was asked by their manager to give them a review. Bitch, when I tell you Mercury Retrograde at that time was blessing your girl with shits that she can come for people, best believe I will be going in on that review because I know she's going to be doing the same for me that's why when people talk about the re um their yearly reviews I was talking to my manager and I was like oh I'm not worried about it I already know what people are going to say like let's go I already know what y'all gonna complain about I'm gonna do the same thing to you too thank you but other than that yes back to work I feel like there's so many changes going on within like various companies we have like more tech layoffs going on so it's like the job market is just been like very weird and I'm going to keep saying this, just keep working on your passion projects, keep working on your passion projects. I feel like every single time around this time of the year, especially like late January, I get like messages from people. I'm not saying whoever messaged me about like podcasting shit like that, like, oh, not like you shouldn't do it. Anybody who messages me and I get this all the time, you want to get into t- content creation Any single time somebody messages me, they say they want to do a podcast, they want to do a YouTube channel. I ask them this, can you commit a couple years into this passion projects? And that's right then and there, I'll really know if you're really about it because this is the thing. A lot of y'all are committing into like these relationships that are not serving you, but you're not committing all that time to your passion projects. Let me let that sink into your head again. A lot of y'all are committing time 
and hard work into relationships that are not even working out when you could have been using that energy towards your passion projects. Go chase your life purpose. Go manifest that shit. We're all about manifestation, but sometimes you need to freaking put your efforts towards what's truly meant for you. Stop holding on to things that don't serve you anymore. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) I know like that was just a random rant, but even I had to reflect about this because it's like, okay, well, think about this is mainly me talking to like people with passion projects that they've been doing for years. I know people who've been on YouTube for 10 years. I know people who've been doing podcasts for six years. For example, this podcast is about to turn seven years old in like two weeks. But I know people who've been doing these passion projects. And I think the thing is when it comes to like passion projects or whatever you want to do, you can't initially just go into it thinking, okay, let's think about monetization. Let's think about the money goals. Yes, that is amazing. That is that is amazing if you want to enter into it because you know you can definitely gain from financially. But what is the purpose out of it? Are you having fun with it? Are you trying to build a tribe, a community? Or do you feel like, oh, you're life purpose is you're meant to be spreading a message like you truly have to think about that because when you enter in it just for financial gain it's not going to work out and I have to give an example right now for example although she's one of the topics we're going to be talking about for example Cardi B a lot of people know that Cardi B entered into the music industry specifically she said it she said it many of times it was for the money and look right now where is this album where is this album where is this album but then again, we'll talk about that later. I just want to point that out. When you enter in anything and your intentions towards it is not genuine or authentic, not saying genuine, authentic, as in like the financial gain aspects of it, but you're not thinking about, okay, well, I want to build this. I want to open the door for like folks like me to have the opportunity for this, or you want to build a community what's meant for it because you're going to be going to the office or doing that project or videotaping your videos every single day and you're just not going to feel passionate about it think about Beyonce when she goes on stage she loves that shit because guess what that's something she enjoys doing yes it makes her mad money but she enjoys doing it she still gets butterflies before she freaking goes on stage shit I get butterflies and nervous before I even record this shit just to end this rant I'm always going to remind people that It's all about divine timing when it comes to like your passion projects, but also consistency. If you're not consistent, it's not going to work out for you. That's just how it is. And also the reason why I say have consistency, because sometimes people blow up or go viral for their old content rather than like their newer content. So even let's say, for example, you have like, I don't know, you're a YouTuber and your current new videos aren't getting as much views as like your older videos, your older videos could actually propel you to bring folks to listen to your newer content. So just keep putting out your fucking content and do what you got to do. And the end of it, it's all about divine timing, consistency, and we're truly growing your own community. I think that's the main purpose, what people need to think about when they're either growing a TikTok, they're growing um a podcast audience, a YouTube audience, any audience in general, you have to find folks who like your stuff. You need to be able to find your tribe. So when I did that episode with Rob, when we were talking about the podcast industry, every industry is oversaturated when it comes to like entertainment purposes, but you just need to find your tribe and that's how it's going to grow. So it's going to take some time, but realize when you finally make it to where you're meant to be at, you're going to appreciate all the hard work you put in. And I know I always say um, work smarter, not harder, but even with the working smarter, It still has to do with some consistency, but let me shut up because 
I am going way off topic. I think what I'm going to say is, bitch, I'm tired of work. Okay, I'm tired of it. But let's get on to the topics. Um, Wow, what are we going to start with? Are we going to start with Young Miami who likes to get pissed on? Are we going to start with Krishan Rock being allegedly pregnant and Blueface not claiming the baby? Beyonce performing in Dubai at the opening of the Atlantis Hotel? Or are we going to be covering the whole Armand Wiggins, Cardi B, and Jason Lee interview? Or are we going to talk about updates on regarding Larry Reed and the allegations of him regarding Levantre Adams? Okay, let's start with Larry Reed because I just want to get that type of energy out of my system. If you guys don't know, Larry Reed is a very popular... Well, he popular on YouTube if you're like part of the gossip space, but also he calls himself a prophet. He is a pastor, he preaches, does all that, has a Patreon where he talks about sex and shit like that. He's be- He actually claims to be a pastor who's pansexual. He's talked about his, his experience with men and everything like that. And I think last episode I talked about Levantre Adams, who is actually accusing him of SA, trigger warning, of SAing him when he was around 15 years old and basically saying that Larry Reed was allegedly putting him through gay tests to see if Levantre was actually able to be manipulated and when some of these gay tests were Larry Reed get performing fellatio on him Larry Reed giving him hand jobs blow jobs all of that so Levantre had actually done an interview with Tasha K you guys don't have about Tasha K take her tea with a grain of salt but I have to give her props for doing this interview because male victims do deserve to have a platform to say what they have to say because we do know that SA happens to women and it does happen to men too but she put it on her platform on her app which was like Tasha girl you could have put this on YouTube so there could have been more people to watch this but I fully understand why you put it on your app so Larry decided to go on his Patreon and have people pay $12 to watch him and his whole crew try to say that these allegations were not true like it was just not making any sense even to the point where one of Larry's friends were saying that Levantre had approached that friend and let him know what Larry was doing to him allegedly and that friend said that Levantre was lying and that he was in love with Larry it's like wow it really goes to show you we hear about these conversations where kids are coming up to you telling you this happened to them and then the adult does not believe them Mm. Just to make it even worse, you guys, Larry decided to do like a freaking video with Armand Wiggins and Storm Monroe, who are also like YouTube bloggers. They decided to do like a video where they're going to ask him hard questions, which Armand Wiggins really disappointed me with this video because he was talking about Jason Lee. Look at me. You got me defending Jason Lee for a second, but you were talking shit about Jason Lee in his interview with Cardi B saying he should have asked harder questions, but you literally have a man who is being accused of pedophilia and you are not asking the hard questions of what happened between you and Levantre Adams. Y'all were literally sitting there and you got Storm Monroe's greasy ass with muscles and shit like that looking like he did not have the clothes that week to wear because it seemed like it was laundry day. Asking Larry Reed, how was it like sucking on peen and also getting um semen all up on his face? What? And especially when it comes to like Storm Monroe, which there's always been rumors, does Storm really like, Storm always says like he's straight, he's straight, but it's like, mm, I don't know. When you ask these type of questions, we're going to be questioning it. Like, it's okay. It, it, it's okay. 
live your truth we're in 2023 do what you gotta do I could not even sit through that interview because I'm thinking to myself is you guys were prepping everybody for this damn interview sit down with Larry Reed and you guys wasted our time because the majority of the things y'all were doing was talking about and asking this man how was it like sucking on peen and getting his butt played with what the fuck we wanted to know what were you doing with those young men because there's been so many allegations amongst Larry Reed that we wanted the answers because Levantre came out there's gonna be way much more victims coming out and how much money do you got to keep them quiet Larry how much how much Larry and it's the fact that you went on this interview which this is the thing as somebody who works in PR y'all could have done better with the setup why the fuck are y'all in Storm Monroe's dark ass apartment with no furniture Storm got his little vest on. Larry Reed, you got your chain on, but your outfit looked like you were one of the freaking backup dancers for MC Hammer. And Armand, I can't even talk shit about Armand because Armand was the only person who looked like he had his shit together. The only thing is, Armand was not asking those questions, but I'm not surprised because when the video first started, Armand hugged Larry Reed and said, thank you so much for helping sponsor my studio, allegedly. So a lot of people are saying that Larry Reed likes to pay off folks just to make sure they get on his side. If you go on like YouTube, you can get people like um super chats and stuff like that. He's been super chatting people anyways, because kind of using it as a way of, well, I've been sponsoring and helping you out with your lifestyle, then you have to have my back. That's why I always say this. If you cash at me, you send me a super chat, you send me something. If you're in the wrong bitch, you in the wrong, I, but I don't give back gifts. I don't give back gifts. I'm just giving that heads up to y'all. But either way, Larry Reed, a lot of the things that you've been doing, even with these videos, and then the fact that you have a patch, um, a private Patreon, and then you got all excited because Storm Monroe had a, um OnlyFans, and you trying to see if you can go see his shit. That's very sus. Like, sir, <laughs> good luck. Because if this hits trial and it ends up being like some type of recall, which that's what a lot of people are saying, mm, good luck, sir. Either way, we need justice for Levantre Adams and any other victims of Larry Reed. And if you are still a follower of Larry Reed, mm, you know what? I'm I'm not even surprised because in the end of it, if R. Kelly still got supporters, Larry Reed still gonna have supporters too. Okay, on to the next topic. Let's just get through all the toxic energy. Well, recently it has been announced that Krishan Rock is pregnant with Blue Face's baby, allegedly. Blueface is currently not claiming the child. Are we surprised? Not surprised at all. When Krishan Rock came out with the news that she's allegedly pregnant, honestly, I'm usually happy when people are pregnant, but I was disappointed about this one. I was like, wow. Honestly, that child did not choose to be put in that predicament. Well, in the spiritual setting, I'm about to sound fucked up, but like in spirituality specifically, and like for people who believe in like reincarnation, if that child is real and does not get aborted because let's not forget Krishan has had a couple abortions if she decides to keep this child that child has like a mission that it has to achieve in that lifetime like they made like a soul contract and those are probably their parents so that's why when people say you don't pick your parents if we're talking about like a spirituality aspect and kind of like um that kind of aspect that I said earlier like reincarnation shit like that you kind of did because you made a soul contract not necessarily like your parents were your parents in like a past life but still to a certain extent you made a promise with like certain souls that you guys would reconnect but even for example i know i'm going oh, damn i'm really off topic but for example even for like 
even your siblings could have been like your partner in a past life i know that sounds so fucking weird but it is what it is but either way krishan is pregnant um i feel bad for this child i feel bad for this child that's the only person i feel bad for is that little embryo in her stomach that's the only person i feel bad for is that child is he even a is he even a person yet you know what whatever i feel bad for that child that whatever's in her stomach i feel bad for it that's it that's all i gotta say and Blueface not claiming the child girl Blueface, really i think about it maybe that baby might even bring an extra check and you know damn well you're only using krishan for money we all know that even though the tarot readings are saying that i'm not surprised um after doing like a spread yes i do read cards here and there if you want to book me let's let's go i'll read the cards for you i'll let you know anything like that but after doing like card spreading also like watching other people's card spreads um he's checked out he's slowly distancing himself away still gonna be distancing himself but he just knows that this is the main funds because Blueface checked out when it comes to music and nobody's really checking for his music and that's what it is but still Krishan free yourself girl you don't need this but then also too is when you like look at the cards yes it signifies pregnancy but that's if it lasts because even for myself and other people when we were looking at the cards it's like yes this pregnancy but then there's videos over her people where people are saying she's allegedly drinking so it's like we'll see what happens with the current energies right now but all i'm gonna say is um i feel bad for that child that's it well let's move on to some more lighter news well you know what it might be lighter news depending on how much water you drink but young miami aka the host of carisha please did an interview with trina and she admitted that she likes to receive golden showers if you don't know what golden showers is go go google it you should know what this is okay especially if you're sexually active you should know what that is and out of nowhere a whole bunch of people started admitting that they like golden showers i feel like this is similar to like back in like 2016 2017 when everybody was talking about how they was eating ass like even like older episodes of this podcast where we were just like damn a lot of people really be getting their ass eaten where it was more of like oh this is more risque we can't be talking about this i feel like golden showers is gonna be that next trend of like where everyone's gonna be like yeah i get i like to get pissed on it's totally fine so i'm gonna say is man do what you gotta do i don't kink shame folks oh well as long as your kink is legal consensual that's not my business so if you like to get pissed on you like golden showers that's you you know what we don't even know if she recently started to like golden showers with her being with diddy but either way you know what bitch if you getting billion dollar um piss pissed on you you know what take it because guess what you got a maybach and all that shit so either way if that's what's gonna make diddy happy if that is what y'all like to do then do it reap those benefits okay do what you gotta do me young miami i support it in other news today um let me put on my professional voice right now in other news today alec baldwin has been charged of shooting the Russ cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Ooh, I almost said his wife's name because his wife's name is Hilaria, which you know we're gonna get onto her after we talk about this. But you know what? The justice system did the correct thing of charging him. Yes, you still shot the shot you shot the fucking gun. You still have um, a responsibility to the death of this woman. This woman's child is going to be growing up without their mother, which is very sad also the um folks part of the prop department are also being charged 
if Alec is actually found guilty, he can do around, I think, like 18 months in prison. I'm sorry, he can do longer than that. 18 months for a body, 18 months, he needs to do longer than that. And also, the um assistant for, like, the prop department would get the same timing, too. They need to be doing more than that. 18 months is not enough. That is not enough for a woman's life. No. And then also, they're saying, too, is not only was Helena Hutchins shot and killed, but also, too, is Alec is not going to be charged for shooting the Rust director. So, um, what? That doesn't make sense because the director could have also, like, passed away, too. So, hmm, you know what? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with Hollyweird. All that shit is being fucked up. But still, I really think, you know, let me not get into my conspiracy theory bag because sometimes I like to call out your conspiracy theorists. But you know what? There's some conspiracies I'm thinking about. But let's just say this. Um, Hilaria Baldwin, um, ma'am, hmm, I really think this is some karma for all the lies you've been telling because bitch how the fuck are you gonna say oh you're from spain this and that but then we find out you're from fucking boston massachusetts your real name is actually hillary lynn hayward thomas baldwin you fake the spanish accent and then you go on freaking um freaking instagram trying to say oh yeah you know i have a tan and my kids are like super pale this and that and you were on fucking national tv trying to speak this butcher ass spanish like bitch if you don't sit your fucking massachusetts ass down and go make us some fucking clam chowder don't do this fucking shit please i don't want to see you saying you gonna make some paella and that shit look like i got no seasoning but either way um that's just tragic mm. Either way, let's get some justice for the Hutchins family. That's all I have to say. And Hilaria, ma'am, you're English, French, Canadian, German, Irish, and Slavic. Ain't no Spanish up in there, bitch. Okay, straight up European. If there is a guilty verdict for this, it needs to be more than 18 months. Like, 18 months is not enough for a life that's been taken away. And I hope that this shows Hollywood a lesson or whoever's like working the prop department, they need to fix this shit like get this shit together especially if y'all gonna be working with like prop guns do something else find different ways use some ai or some like 3d uix training some shit like that to like make sure it looks realistic give some people some jobs like give the folks who are doing like graphic designs and shit like that more jobs so they can help out so we don't have to hear about these t certain stories but also too is i think what they need to start doing is like safety like measures and like have somebody on set to make sure everything's together like you know how they do like safety protocols for like restaurants and shit like that that's what they need to start doing for movies so just pop up randomly on their asses to see what the fuck is going on because this should have never happened and it's sad and just also hearing like when it comes to like stunt departments too and we really like don't have those conversations about how like stunt men and stunt people a lot of them be passing away too i understand they understand what they're getting their asses into but still protect those folks too thank you well let's get on to valentine's day so you guys know valentine's day is coming up you know you guys gotta get a gift for your love you're gonna get some gifts for your partner if you guys been together for a while you gonna get some gift for your situation if you can give you know what i'm about to say you're gonna get a gift for your situationship if you're gonna give for your situationship your friends with benefits or just a nigga you fucking bitch you dumb but um if you want to do that spend your money i'm not even mad you know what i wish somebody was spending their money on me on valentine's day but we you know what i'm not gonna complain about it because we're happy we're happy over here fnf okay like glorilla said but um can we please talk about how like 
we glorify getting gifts from our partners and getting gifts in our relationships, but then don't realize that some motherfuckers like to take back gifts. So if I don't know if you guys know Maya Jamma, Maya Jamma is actually a media co- commentator out in the UK. She hosts the show Love Island. She currently hosts it now, but back in the day, it was like this other chick named Jemmy Gemma. Folks in the UK, y'all know who the fuck I'm talking about. But Maya Gemma used to date, actually, what she used to date? She used to date Stormzy. Y'all know who Stormzy is. He is a UK rapper, grime rapper. He definitely had a peak in the US for a bit when Skepta had his peak back in like 2018. Damn, I remember all this fucking shit. Damn. But Skepta, um, Stormzy does have some really good songs. Her and Stormzy dated for a while, then they broke up. And then I think she was like linked to Drake. I feel like every chick that looked like Georgia Smith or Maya Gemma, any girl that looks like um racially ambiguous that's in the industry is always linked to Drake somehow, some way. I don't know why, but I just feel like ladies, if y'all entering the industry, stay away from Drake because we see what happened with Georgia Smith and look what happened. She she didn't even get to hit her peak that she deserved. But oh, you know what? Let me not go too deep because I know some people in the industry listen to this shit. But either way, I don't care. But Maya Gemma dated Ben Simmons. If I don't know who Ben Simmons is, Ben Simmons used to date Tanache, who he also used to date Kendall Jenner. Oh my God, damn! Everybody be dating every ch- everybody in this damn fucking industry. And also, he played for the what is it, 76ers? He played for the Philly basketball team, nigga. <laughs> he don't even be playing like that no more because the the fucking team don't even fuck with him like that, anyways. But he was actually dating Maya Gemma and he actually, they actually got engaged and everything like that, but they broke up. And recently, I think I also talked about it in the last few episodes where he was kind of linked to Kelsey, who was Megan Stallion's friend with the whole, the people versus Daystar Peterson. Damn, what the fuck Ben Simmons be getting his ass into? Oh my God. I feel like I'm going all over the place, but Ben Simmons proposed to Maya and now they broke off their engagement and he wants his ring back. Now, I'm not surprised he want the ring back. If you look at Ben Simmons' face, Ben Simmons got the face of, I take back gifts. Another person who got that face, Jason Derulo looks like he takes back gifts. You know who else too? A lot of niggas in the NBA look like they take back gifts. <laughs> like, look at those dudes who be playing basketball. They look like they take back gifts. When it comes to the idea of an engagement ring, damn, I know some men are going to be mad at me. If it's like a memorabilia, like, you know how some people, their grandmothers pass down like the engagement ring and shit like that. Like, if it's something like that, nigga, you can have that shit back. I don't want to be tied to your family like that. I don't want to be tied to like your ancestors and shit like that. I understand that. But if it's like you get me a gift, it's like an engagement ring and you get it for me. You're not getting it back for me. No refunds. I'm sorry. That's mine now. I'm going to do what I want with it. I might, <laughs> I might go sell it. But if it's like a memorabilia, it's from your mom, passed down generation to generations, I'll give it back to you because I don't need that karma in my life. I don't need none of that like energy inside of my life. But if it's like, okay, it's a gift, thank you. I will gladly say, you give me a gift, you are not getting it back. You are not getting it back if you gift me something. So don't come over here. And I say that in friendships too, because I know I'm talking about relationships, but even in friendships, I know some people who like to get gifts back. Bitch, I am not that type of person. If you want to be my friend, you get me a gift. I am keeping it. Thank you. And I'll take the receipt too. But Ben Simmons does have a face of I take back gifts. Like you really have to look at someone's face, especially when it comes to like those whose love languages is gift giving, specifically the material aspect. If you like to receive gifts, 
you have to really look at that person because some people have faces of I take back gifts and he has the face of I am going to take back the gift and I'm not surprised that he asked back for the engagement ring but then again too we don't know what happened with their relationship either way you know what I laugh so hard because we've heard so many stories about like celebrity couples when they go through these breakups and how they like take back gifts just like for example I said Jason Derulo let's not forget when Jason Derulo was dating Jordan Sparks how he allegedly got her that BMW and everybody thought it was under her name but it really wasn't and it was under his name he took back the car if somebody gifts you a house or a car make sure it's on your name and you know what just for this now I'm thinking about it when we say it's a gift would you just think it's like a temporary gift if somebody's planning to give it back or is it like a loan because it's like if your intention is to give it to that person then it's given to them you shouldn't be able to take it back but you know what that's what people want to do with their money I can't judge it maybe that's just how I feel and also too is ladies I know a few y'all too y'all be gifting men I know a few girls who love to give gifts to men and they try to take that shit back too. So I'm not only saying about the men, the ladies, I know a few girls. I'm not going to drop their names because it's 2023. I'm not trying to start no drama right now. But either way, if you are um, the type of person who likes to take back gifts, why even gift the person? Why? Stop it. Well, the last topic today, we're going to talk about Beyonce performing at the Atlantis opening in Dubai. Um, Beyonce was paid 24 million dollars for a one hour performance and i'm here for it bitch i aspire for that first things first is as a beehive member you know i i just want to say like i'm about to start tearing up like my fave really is the best and a lot of my faves were at this performance if you think about it a lot of celebrities went to the performance and went to the opening of that hotel. So the only people who got to be at the um, Atlantis Hotel were the guests. So it's not even open yet. It's not gonna be open to like the public until like February. So like celebrities, influencers, and like obviously rich motherfuckers got to go to the opening, stay at the opening. I guess like they also had like fireworks all around the balconies and everything like that. And I have to say, I'm here for it. We have to give Beyonce her props for the fact that she had allegedly foot surgery and still performed. And one thing about Beyonce, especially when it comes to performing, although she could not do all her dance moves, she's gonna hit that oh, 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 and then uh, that one dance for Crazy in Love, which is like her iconic dance. Like that's really what shot her through like fame. This is why when I argue with people, everyone's like oh well their favorite era era when it comes to like Beyonce is Sasha Fierce or four then I'm like you're a bandwagon because real Beyonce fans were listening way way before Crazy in Love some of us was listening to Destiny's Child when they had four members not when they had luggage and not when they had Michelle thank you but I think just watching that performance and seeing how like every single time like Beyonce just shows you that like she's always going to top that next performance just seeing her like sing and give us vocals while water is being splashed on her y'all gotta like give that woman her props because I have a cousin she stays hanging on Beyonce and she's like oh they spent 24 million dollars on that I'm like bitch shut the fuck up I don't see no your face doing this shit thank you but um let's just give Beyonce her props and can we just say this I am so pissed off that y'all really did not respect that woman's privacy but I'm not surprised people are not gonna listen to the rules so she didn't want people to like videotape it she didn't want people to like take pictures of it but obviously people stuck their cameras to show it off you know what I would have been doing the same thing too because especially for a performance like that 
that is worthy of so much but Beyonce did like her team did post some on the Parkwoods entertainment page so maybe we're gonna get some sort of visual but she didn't perform any of the songs from Renaissance like she necessarily did not perform like any songs from Renaissance so I'm guessing she's keeping that private just in case because now people are speculating that we're about to get the world tour but how the fuck are we gonna get the Renaissance tour when she just got foot surgery I would prefer for her to like heal from her foot surgery so she can slay us with those dance moves so I have no problem waiting and then again too I'm the type of person even if I don't get tickets to the show bitch I'm going to make sure I watch that shit on YouTube I got friends who want to live stream it for me I'm fine but either way Beyonce killed that performance and she's gonna keep killing it and I think one thing I just like can't stand is the fact that like people are like okay well blue ivy's next blue ivy's gonna be the next point to pass that legacy let blue ivy do what she wants to do if blue wants to be a singer let her be a singer she wants to be an actress let her be an actress let that little girl live her life at what blue ivy's like what 11 years old like let that girl do her thing please stop putting these pressures on these kids because i can't stand when y'all put pressures on celebrity kids well we're gonna end this episode right here thank you so much for listening to the let me tell you something podcast you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, Google Play. Wherever you found this podcast is where you got to stream it. Why a review, get some constructive criticism. In the end, it's helping me out. <laughs> I'm like, I won't be offended by it. If you have questions, I have the answers. You can follow me on Instagram at it's Wista, I-T-S-W-I-S-T-A. And you can follow this podcast on TikTok at Let Me Tell You Something Podcast. Yep, right then and there. So you guys have an amazing day, amazing week. And I'll chat with y'all next week. Have a great start of the work week. It's, I hope it's Friday. I'm ready for Friday. Please. Bye, you guys. <laughs>